0: Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture, with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. This is a very special episode because, if you haven't noticed, this is episode 100. (laughs) so thank you very much everyone for sticking with me through the last couple years really enjoyed uh, making this podcast for you every week I don't think I've missed a single week so this is episode 100 and that means probably two episodes later will be exactly two years since the first episode is that right two maybe four I'm not good at maths but you know what I mean right So whether you've been with me from the very beginning, or you've kind of joined me along the way, I really, really appreciate it, whichever one you fall into. So thank you very much for all your support and all of your listening so far. I hope we can have a hundred more very happy episodes. So I've got kind of a more relaxed, perhaps more relaxed, fun episode today, hopefully. I've got a few things I want to talk about. Remember everyone, if you would like to support me and help get me to 200 episodes, maybe in two more years, then the best thing you can do is to become a member at levelupenglish.school. So I'm putting work into this website every single day, every day I'm working on it, adding new content, adding courses, adding ways that you can study to improve your English. You'll also get access to all of the podcast transcripts, which means you can read along to what I'm saying while I'm saying it. So it's a really good thing to do if you want to improve your English, or some people have been doing it just to simply support the podcast and help keep me going, because it does take you know time and money to make this. Uh, so if you don't, if you cannot do that, that's totally fine. You know, you can still listen for free, of course. But if you would like to support me, I would really appreciate it. And you'll have a lot of English content in return that you can study with. Also, yesterday I started a blog on the website. So now for all members, you know, you don't have to be a member for all people that come to the website, you can view the blog as well. And I'll be posting tips and tricks and resources, things that you can do to help your English for free. So check out the blog at levelupenglish.school blog. Okay, so it's been a hundred episodes and I've been speaking in this pretend British accent. So I thought, finally, it's time for me to show you my real voice. All right, bro, what's up? This is Michael, my real voice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry if that was a bit cringy. No, this is my real voice. People often ask me, is that your real voice? Are you speaking slower for us? Are you you changing your voice? This is how I talk. I don't really talk any differently to my friends. So this is basically my natural British accent. I thought that would be a funny joke, but maybe it was just awkward. (laughs) So in today's episode, I want to talk about, well, first of all, I want to talk about where you guys are from, the top countries who listen to this podcast. I thought it might be interesting to see where you're all from. See if I can shout out your country. That might be cool. And also, I'll I'll look at some cities as well because I also know the cities of where the listeners are as well. So, I'll have a look at that. After that, I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey. It's a bit personal, like where, how I got to where I am today doing this job and my plans for the future as well. Um, Stuff I haven't spoken about before. So, If you would like to hear, I'd be happy to share. I'm also going to try and give some expressions about celebrations because today is some kind of celebration, of course, for the podcast. So I'm going to look at some expressions and from there, we'll see what we have time for after that. So can anyone guess the number one country, all time listeners for the podcast, number one country? Can you guess? Well, I think a lot of you can guess because of course, most of you are from this country. So, in the last 100 episodes, the last two years, we have had 3% listeners in Africa, 1% in Oceania, that's like Australia, 4% in South America, another 4% in North America, and 72% in Asia. So, most listeners in Asia, Europe comes second. So, counting down from number 10, number 10 country is India. then we've got United States, then we've got Oman, then we've got U- the United Arab Emirates. that's two percent of the listeners. Indonesia is next. number five country is Brazil. number four Japan. three is United Kingdom so I guess there's a lot of you listening in my country. Number two is China which kind of makes sense because it's the, you know, the biggest country, biggest population. And the number one country is Saudi Arabia. So, those are the top 10 countries who listen to the podcast. So, thank you, all of you. Thank you, all of you for listening. Really appreciate it. And just to give you a preview, just to give you an idea of what cities these people are in. Uh, number one city in Saudi Arabia is Riyadh. So, many, many listeners in Riyadh. That's kind of cool. We've also got Jakarta. I've been there in Indonesia. Uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil. Cairo in Egypt. Tokyo as well. Bangkok in Thailand. So many, many cities around the world. A lot in Asia. But if I haven't mentioned your country, then hey, tell your friends. Get them listening as well. That would be cool. (laughs) But thank you to all of you. And if I didn't mention your country, thank you as well. I really appreciate all of you in the last hundred episodes, you've helped me reach half a million downloads. So that's really amazing. Half a million. I can't believe people have listened to me that many times. Okay. So I can take a couple minutes here to share my story. If you like, if you're interested in hearing, I don't know if anyone is, but maybe if you have been listening for the last hundred episodes, you might like to know a bit more about me. That was my idea anyway. So I left school um, when I was nineteen, you know i didn 't really have any idea what I wanted to do. I was always like dreaming of traveling and you know having fun, but I really didn 't want to have any job. The one hobby I did have was gardening. I loved being outside I loved you know having my hands in the in the earth planting things that was a big hobby for me. so I decided to become a gardener and I actually had my first job when I was sixteen, so I worked as a gardener in various different jobs, from 16 to maybe 21, something like that. And I eventually I was the head gardener at this at this place near where I lived. So I had a few people below me, a few people in my team, um, at only 21, so I was quite proud of that. I was, you know, getting a decent salary, quite a nice job, you know, working outdoors, talking with people, visiting the garden. It was quite nice. But I think as many people would feel at the age of 21, it's not, there's no future, right? You know, I could do that for the rest of my life, but it would be a little bit boring. And I was finding it quite difficult, especially in the winter, you know, it's cold, it's wet. You have to kind of come to work every day, work outside, every day is the same. And I felt like it didn't really have much purpose. It felt like a bit boring. And I also noticed that I was beginning to kill my passion, my hobby, because it was my job, I didn't really feel the same way about gardening anymore. So you know I was going through a lot of stress at that time, um, thinking about my future, thinking about where I'm going in life. and in the stress, I decided to quit my job. So after a couple of years at this place, I quit my job at I guess I was about twenty one, and I decided to travel. So I went to Japan for the first time, all alone. <laughs> And I went to Hong Kong, uh, Spain as well. I went to a few countries, And the idea was that it would clear my head. Maybe it would help me feel better. In reality, I kind of learned from that experience that you you cannot run away from your problems. So if you have problems at home, they'll probably be even worse if you go abroad. You know, it depends what the problems are. But I had all this time to myself, all this time thinking. I had no distractions. And this kind of made me feel even worse about myself. I felt like I was kind of lost on the other side of the world. You know, I had no direction in my life. So this was a tricky time. You know, I had some great times traveling, but also it was a challenging time. It was a difficult time for me. So I eventually got back after a few months of traveling, got back to the UK, found a place to live, I started working in a like a I guess it's a department store like a shop a big shop and I'm really grateful for this shop because this is where I found my confidence. Before that time I was really really shy. But when I was able to kind of meet these people, talk to the customers every single day, even angry customers sometimes, this really pushed me out of my comfort zone and gave me the confidence that I needed. To do the kind of work that I do now. I'm still not the most confident person, but that really did help me come a long way. I hated that job at first, but eventually it, it grew on me. So if it grows on you, that means you kind of like it eventually. So it grew on me. I kind of liked going to work a little bit. I kind of saw it as a challenge, but it was a little bit of a toxic atmosphere. You know, people trying to get promoted and People kind of pushing each other down. I didn't like that kind of competitive aspect of the job. And again, you know, you could argue with this, but I think there's not, I didn't feel like there was much future in this job. Like I could be promoted to become the manager one day, but it's not what I wanted to do. I didn't feel comfortable there. So while I was doing this job, I was thinking to myself, like, what do I want to do with my life? And I thought about my hobbies. I thought, well, I really love language learning. I've been learning Japanese. or I had been learning Japanese for, at that time, maybe five years. And I really love languages. I don't know Japanese well enough to teach it, but I did know English, of course. So I thought, hmm, maybe I could teach English. And of course, another one of my passions is travel. So I wanted to think, how, how could I combine my passion for language and my passion for travel? So my idea was to teach online. So that would give me the freedom to travel the world as well. So while I was working two different jobs, I was also teaching part-time on my laptop. So at the very beginning, I remember I was working like 100 hours a week sometimes. I had no free time, very little sleep. It was very stressful. I think it was necessary though. I think it was necessary to, you know, pay my rent but also build that side hustle. So side hustle, this word means like a job that you're working on on the side while you're doing your main employment, your main job. So I was building up the teaching. Eventually, I got to a place where I could just about afford to pay my rent off my teaching. So w- when I just got to that level, I decided to quit my job and everyone was very surprised i think a lot of people weren't so supportive i still remember the way they reacted at the the shop they were kind of oh i i guess you could try that yeah i mean yeah try teaching online for a bit and see see how it works out you know, some people were not not making fun of me but they were kind of being a little bit jokey about it i think they didn't quite take me seriously um but despite that, I still thought I'd go for it. You know, this is my my new dream, what I wanted to do. So I followed that goal. I built a kind of network of more and more students, slowly improved my website, my social media presence, all that kind of stuff. Didn't start the podcast yet, but I was slowly building up. And I should also mention by this point, you know, from the age of 16 to maybe 21, 22 I probably have had about 15 different jobs, part-time jobs, full-time jobs. I had so many jobs because I've ne- I never enjoyed uh, having a job. This is why I'm so happy, so surprised that it's been maybe six years now and I'm still doing this work. I'm still teaching. I'm still doing the podcast, all this kind of stuff. And I am absolutely not bored with it. I never thought in my life I would have a job that I could do for many, many years and still love it after all that time. And and of course, I, I I always try not to forget that the main reason I love it is because of people like you, so people listening to this podcast, also my students, who are kind enough to you know, give me a chance and uh go on this like English learning journey with me as their coach, hopefully. So what what if I'm really really interesting in my experience is just how much I have changed. You know, I used to be a very kind of miserable, shy person. I had a job I didn't really like. I couldn't really talk to people. And now because of my experience, I, I kind of found what I love to do. I'm com- I'm a completely different person to who I was almost 10 years ago. I think it is kind of ironic though, because one of my goals when I was a teenager was to work as little as possible And to be completely honest, when I kind of thought about maybe teaching online, one of my goals, not not the main goal, but a side goal, secondary goal, was to have a job where I didn't have to work much. I was thinking, yeah, maybe three hours a day. That would be nice. A little bit of work, but mostly relaxing. And when I got into it, you know, even today, that has definitely not been the case. So it is true that I can kind of choose how much I work. You know, I I don't have to work as much as I do, but I actually work harder and I work more than I ever have in my life. (laughs) So it's kind of ironic that one of my goals was to work less, but now I'm working much more by choice, which I think is a really good sign because it just means I enjoy what I do. I want to work more and I don't find it boring. So yeah, that's great. I'm really happy about that. My plans for the future... Well, I'm sure many of you could agree it's a bit difficult to say at this time, isn't it? You know, it's the future seems a bit uncertain, but hopefully this pandemic is gonna be over very soon, and we can all get back on track. We can get back to the kind of life we were thinking of having before. So I don't really spend much time thinking about the future. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I like to kind of live in the present as much as possible, because uh Life can pass you by very quickly if you spend time thinking about the future, I think. When I think about what makes me happy, it hasn't really changed that much. It's just continuing my work, traveling the world, meeting new people, having new experiences, and kind of continually pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So seeing kind of how far I can come. So that really motivates me is seeing how far I've come in the last decade, and thinking in the next decade, I can go even further. You know, there's no limit to what you can achieve in your life. There's no limit to how much you can grow as a person. So that really motivates me. I don't I don't want to be stagnant. That means I don't want to stay still like water in a pond. I want to keep growing. So that's my main goal for the future. And I think as long as I have that in mind, I'm sure you know, the direction will be fine. But yeah, so this actually impacts, I think, a lot of what I do here on the podcast and a lot of the content I share because I, my biggest, biggest struggle in life, without any doubt, is overcoming shyness. I was the shyest person when I was uh, a teenager and I really kind of flipped that around. I, can also, I could also see how debilitating this can be, how limiting it can be for language learners. For me, language learning has always been a hobby, but I know for many people, language learning is a necessity. You know, you might even be from a country where you have many problems in your country. I know some of my students have been like this, where they've had to leave their home country to escape some kind of unrest or some kind of problems. And in order to do that, English goes such a long way. And your situation may not be that serious. You may just need English for a job, or you may need it for education or whatever the case is, but it's usually going to be more necessary for you than learning, say, Japanese is for me. So with that in mind, I think shyness is a really good thing to try and overcome because it can have such a huge impact on your life. And I feel like I've got something to share on this. You know, I feel if I could overcome shyness, you definitely can as well. I think we're we're all shy to some degree, right? No one is completely free of shyness. Would you agree? Perhaps. So anyway, I hope you like what I'm doing here and I hope you enjoyed hearing my story. Now we can just go to a couple expressions related to celebrating, just to kind of give you some more value or content today. So at least you can say, hopefully you've walked away having learnt something. So, one thing that I would love to do is have a get-together, have a little get-together. Unfortunately, I cannot do this now. Hopefully, I can in a few months, but a get-together. So, this is a noun and it has a hyphen in between, get-together. It really just means like a gathering or a small group of people meeting to hang out and have fun. If we say party, that kind of sounds more like alcohol and music, but get together is more casual. So I could have a little get together and really, you know, have a lot of fun with my friends. That would be great. And maybe one day, me and you, you know, us guys, we can have a get together in the future. That would be cool as well. So let's see if we can do that. That's our goal for the future. Another good word, an advanced kind of vocabulary is to revel, to revel. R-E-V-E-L. So, if you revel something, it's you spend time having fun and enjoying yourself with a lot of energy, lots of noise, lots of enthusiasm. So, you could say, so they were reveling with their guests. That's the example on Google here. They're reveling with the guests. They're having lots of fun and excitement with their guests. Another good expression is to live it up, to live it up. So if you live it up, always said in that order, it means you you have fun, you enjoy yourself in an exciting way. And usually it involves maybe splashing out, spending a lot of money in other words. So come on, live it up, have some fun, let loose. Let loose means relax. So how are you gonna live it up this year? What are you going to do to enjoy your life and not worry about the stress? Let loose, relax. There's a few expressions that hopefully you can take away from today's episode. Now, before we go today, I want to share one hopefully motivational quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. Also, I should mention as well, I love to hear from you all. So if you liked this episode 100, and you want to uh, celebrate with me, you want to live it up with me, then get in touch with me. You can head over to levelupenglish.school, leave a comment on this page, which is going to be slash podcast 100, check out the blog, whatever you like, contact me by a message there. There's many ways you can get in touch with me, but have you know, join in with the community over there, and I'd love to hear who's listening. Who are you? I want to get to know you. So that would be really cool. You could also leave a review on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, if you like, if you feel like it. But okay, the quote today is from my page, English. I love this one. This is a quote about karate, but it can relate to other things as well. And this is from Chet Holmes. And they said, I realised that becoming a master of karate was not about learning 4,000 moves, but about doing just a handful of moves 4,000 times. I think this can relate to language learning because it's not about doing as much as you can, it's about doing a little bit to a really, really high level of quality. And I think that's something to think about. How can you relate that to your English studies? Okay, I'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much for celebrating this episode 100 with me. Let me know if you have any questions, but if not, have a fantastic week. And I'll see you next week for a really, really exciting interview episode. So wait for that one. See you then. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.